Wild women, welcome. This is the Femme Podcast. If you're new around here, I'm Jack, one half of the Femme Duo. Before you dive into today's episode, I want to give you a heads up. The Femme Podcast is on season number two. You're about to listen to an episode from season one, which was the Spiritual Smackdown podcast where we invited women to rise from rock bottom. So season one is all about the Spiritual Smackdown. Season two is all about rising from greatness to greatness. More on top of more on top of more. It's where we tap into everything your woman desires. The money, the sex, the wealth, the power, the pussy desires. Start here and then come join us for season two. We're waiting. It's like a little tap on the butt or a huge womp on the booty. A spiritual smackdown is the universe's way of saying, hey, you, it's time for a change. It's time to listen to your intuition. You know, that little voice you've been ignoring. It's time for something bigger, something miraculous. But before you get to experience those highs, you got to shift through the lows. Oh, those lows. And those often start at rock bottom. Hey, I'm Rob. And I'm Jack. We're best friends and business partners. We life together, work together, play together, and somehow we ended up here. With a community of thousands of badass, beautiful women who want more from life than staying surface level. Welcome to the Spiritual Smackdown Podcast. This is for the wild woman ready to rise. The woman ready to up-level her game in soul-driven business and elevate to the next level of her being. This podcast is going to connect you with women who are out in the world having a massive impact. This podcast is going to call on your truth. This podcast is going to initiate massive breakthroughs in your life and business to bust through the limits that are keeping you stuck exactly where you are right now. We're going deeper than surface level. We're going to the depths of healing to trigger your revolution. We're tapping into the struggles of growing and operating six-figure businesses, being totally broke and then rising to riches. We're diving into the spiritual growth, getting clear on what you want, learning how to ask for it, owning your worth, gaining confidence, and becoming a total queen of pleasure to raise your vibe and magnetize your reality. We're teaching you how to get strategically aligned in your business and challenging you to strip your business of all the weighted shoulds. And then we're going to watch your bank account start growing with more ease than ever before. So welcome to this space, a space for you to finally understand and celebrate that where you are right now is the perfect place to rise. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes, fill your cup with coffee or wine, and come get real with us as we spit our truth and get ready to rise. Hello, wild ladies. Welcome back to the Spiritual Smackdown podcast for the wild woman ready to rise. Today, we have a bit of a unique episode for you guys, and this is how it got started. So one question that we often get asked a lot from our community, from you guys, from women in our programs is, how do I shift out of my limiting beliefs? How do I shift from this place of lack and scarcity into abundance, especially when I've been living this way. I've been operating in this way for so long, for 10 years, since my childhood, for as long as I can remember. How do I truly shift? Because what they tell us is they hear us talking about, you know, all these concepts of abundance and tapping into pleasure and desire and the quantum field and the potentiality realm. 
And it's like, yes, 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 yes. I desire to be there. I want to be there, but I feel stuck. I feel stuck. So how do I shift? And last week, Robin decided that she was going to do a live training in our wild femme community just on this, on recoding your lack and limiting beliefs. And I was sitting outside in the sunshine on my balcony and I was listening to her. She was inside my house. I was listening to the live that she was delivering to our community. And like I often do when I hear Robin go live, when I read her content, I'm like, man, I wish every single woman on the planet could tap into this. I wish they could hear your story. You guys, if one person has shifted through this in her life, it is Robin. Her story is wild. Her story is powerful. She truly leads by example. And now she gets to share it with you. She gets to help you guys recode your limiting beliefs around lack, around scarcity. I'm so, so excited for you guys to tap into this live training. It's incredible. The feedback on it. Oh my gosh. The women that joined her live were so wildly grateful. The comments just kept rolling in for days. So tune in, allow yourself to sit in this energy, allow yourself to really go deep here, allow yourself to look where lack, fear, limiting beliefs are holding you back. This is big. Oftentimes we tend to not want to look in this direction. We tend to not want to look at the scarcity, to look at the lack because it doesn't feel good. It feels uncomfortable. It feels like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go there. I just want to manifest. What doesn't work is manifesting and piling on the positives. We haven't brought all these limiting beliefs to the surface. So what happens when you bring the limiting beliefs, the lack, the scarcity to the surface is you're able to actually look at it. You're able to see it. You're able to dismantle its power. You're able to look and say, wow, these limiting beliefs, these fears, they feel so real, but they're not my truth. This is when you make quantum leaps. This is when the real shift happens when you're willing to look and peel back the layers and recognize what is true and what isn't. What are beliefs that are no longer serving you? What are beliefs you've been carrying around often since childhood that are not even your own? This work is work that we lead women through every single day. This type of work during this training, I was like, wow, this is a training that we would deliver in one of our paid programs, in one of our master classes. This is the work we do with our two to one clients. This is the work that's gonna be going on inside Wednesdays at 11, our new femme mastermind. If this resonates with you, if you're like, oh my gosh, I am ready to dismantle all of this. Yes, I'm ready to recode these beliefs. Come in, come inside Wednesdays at 11. We are starting October 7th. This mastermind is an ongoing mastermind. It's six months. It is a six month mastermind where you get access to Robin and I, where you get access to our duo energy each and every week. Every week we have a live call with you, a live group mastermind session where you tap into our energy, the collective genius of the other women where we do a 10 minute riff and teaching each week a recoding. And then we have our eyes on your business. 
we're looking at what's working, what's not working, we're implementing strategy. We are helping you, guiding you to step into alignment with your human design. We are shifting energetics, your energetics, you guys, business, being a female leader and entrepreneur. It is so much about the energetics. You shift that, you get into energetic alignment with your desires, you shift everything. Tune into this episode, be willing to go deep and reach out to us. If you're like, yeah, I'm here, I'm right there, I'm ready to go deeper, I'm ready to create the life and business of my wildest dreams, reach out, connect with us, come inside Wednesdays at 11, see what can transform in your own life and business, see the recoding that's available to you, that's ready waiting. It's all available to you. We are here to guide you in this recoding. So come inside, tune into this episode, come inside Wednesdays at 11. It'll be the most powerful decision you've made in 2020. Guys, I hope you're having an amazing day. I'm here to talk about recoding lack, recoding your lack, your limiting beliefs, mainly around money today. And the process that I'm going to share with you can be used to reprogram and recode anything. It can apply to finances, which we're going to dive into today, can apply to relationships, love, what's possible for you. Oh gosh, anything. So let's just dive in because I feel like I'm already like want to just leap to what's ahead. All right. So first of all, let's just quickly talk about recoding and what this means. So our subconscious brain, you guys, if we look at our mind as a computer, this is a really cool analogy. Actually, this really helped me understand conscious and subconscious brain and beliefs. So If we look at your brain as a computer, your subconscious, it's all the things. Remember old school computers that had like those boxes and you you like tucked under your dad's desk and there was like this big hard box and everything happened in there. And the only thing you see and look at is the, is the monitor, right? Is the, is the screen, right? So you've got the computer, you've got the hard drive and your subconscious brain is that it's where everything is happening. All the little connectors, all the little wires and bits and pieces and stuff all happen in that big box, the hard drive that you, that you can't see. It's all the software. It's all the little engineered pieces and bits that are making everything happening. And your conscious brain is the monitor. It's what you see right? It's just the screen. You can't see any of the things that are happening in the big black box. All you see is what you're looking at. Your subconscious brain is full of beliefs, experiences, stories, things that you've watched on television, things that happened to you when you were a child, things that happened yesterday, things that it's imprints. It's imprinting constantly, 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 constantly on your experience. And these things, these beliefs, these experiences, all this information, information that you're collecting starts to make up who you are. It starts to inform the way you make, make decisions. It starts to inform who you think you are in the world. It starts to inform you about what you're capable of, what other people are capable of, how things are supposed to go, what it's supposed to look like, what you should do next, right? And we start to form all of these stereotypes, beliefs, and expectations around 
ourselves and other people, but today we're going to focus on ourselves. And what these expectations become are limits, limitations. Expectation equals limitation. Expectation equals limitation. Because when you expect something to be a certain way, all of a sudden you are defining it. You are the one staying in control of that thing. Okay. You're like, you can imagine this experience and you're like, well, I expect it to go this way. And so you just put this little package around it. You seal it up and that's how it goes. Okay. When you are walking into an experience without the expectation, well, there's no seal around it. There's no Ziploc. There's no bow. There's no, I have no idea how this is going to go. It's open. It's open, open for interpretation, open for miracle, open for more than I could ever imagine, right? Without the expectation, anything is limitless. Anything is limitless. So if we're talking about finances, if we're talking about abundance, what does abundance plus expectation look like? Limited abundance, a paycheck, a weekly paycheck, an amount that I think I know I'm worthy of, an exchange of time for money. If I work this many hours, then I'll, I'll get paid that much money. And, uh, okay. So then I'm, that means that I need to work this much in order to make that much. And then I should hopefully get a promotion by the time I work that much. Like we start to calculate, right? Abundance plus expectation equals a calculated limitation. No, thanks. I don't want to limit the level of abundance that's available to me. I don't want to calculate limitless wealth. What does that even mean? What does that even look like? Limitless wealth. Can, can you even calculate that? It would just be an infinite series of numbers on a, a, there's no, there's no limit to limitless wealth. It's limitless. It's infinite. But as long as my subconscious beliefs, as long as my computer, the hard drive says that abundance isn't limitless. As long as my beliefs are that in order to make money, I've got to trade time or that I've got to keep the job so that I can get the pension or, 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 or as long as my beliefs are connected to a story, something I've learned, a condition, then abundance cannot be limitless because my beliefs are the limitation. Our old beliefs, our old programs limit who we can become. They limit who we can become by telling us we're not worthy, by telling us we're not ready, by reminding us that we aren't creative, by dictating how we do stuff, who we think we need to be. If we don't choose our beliefs, then our old beliefs tell us how to be, what to do. And the scariest thing about this is that we don't even know they're there. We don't even know they're there. We don't know that we don't believe we're capable somewhere in the back of our mind from something that happened when we were three years old. We don't even know because we can't access our subconscious. We can't access our subconscious unless we are willing to go there. And this is what reprogramming is all about. Okay. Reprogramming 
and recoding your old beliefs, recoding all of this information. It's like literally going into your computer and being like, delete, 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 new belief, new code, new code. I now choose to believe this. I now choose to believe abundance is limitless. I now choose to believe I can do anything that I'm willing to do. I now choose to believe that I am worthy. I now choose to believe X, Y, Z. Okay. But how do we get there? How do we get to the point when we can go into the back end of our subconscious brain into our hard drive and find that thing that happened in 1999 and delete it and to change it, to change the imprint? How do we get there? The most common way to get there, you guys, is by experiencing a trigger in your everyday life and not sloughing the trigger off as in like, as like, oh, well, that was annoying and now I'm super angry and like, fuck you and fuck this and fuck all I'm just going to go to my room and give you the silent treatment and just cry all day, eat a tub of ice cream and tomorrow will just start again and feel better about it. You don't recode lack. You don't recode uh, the ability to receive unconditional love. You don't recode your experience of creative energy. You don't, you don't recode any beliefs when you keep the trigger in the present moment. You've got to be willing to see what that trigger can reveal from the past. It's not about the isolated event. It's not that your best friend pissed you off and told you that you shouldn't sell the thing because you're not ready. It's not that you're annoyed at your best friend for the thing that she said in that moment that made you feel unworthy. It's that there's a lineage of 20 years of things that made you feel unworthy. That isolated event, that thing that your best friend just said in this moment, just triggered it because it's an old coded belief, right? It's this old stale belief that is still deep, 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 deep somewhere in your hard drive, making you feel unworthy, unloved, incapable. Okay. So here's what we do to initiate the recoding process. Number one, when, when you experience a trigger in an isolated event, when you experience a trigger in your daily life, okay, God, I'm annoyed right now. Like, oh, I'm so angry. I'm so like, ugh, I feel like fire. I'm just like, oh, when, when you feel something off, frustration, bitterness, anger, sadness, when you feel it come up in you, you've got to be willing to feel it. Okay. So here's the question that I would ask myself. What about this situation is making me so angry, sad, irritated, frustrated, bitter? What about it? Is there something below the surface? Is there something deeper than this one event that is making me feel something? Often, if we sit with this, it does not take long to see all of the other things under the surface. I'm just wanna say this right off the bat. Is there always something? Is there always a belief to be recoded? No. Sometimes it really is that your kid just threw that freaking toy on the ground again after you've asked him not to five times and this is annoying, right? Sometimes that is literally all it is. It's just that event. And then it's just your ability to say like, okay, 
I understand I'm frustrated. I can feel the anger. And like, I'm just going to let that go. I'm just going to shift my energy, return to love and keep going. Give my son compassion because he's three years old and doesn't understand that it hurts every time mommy steps on that dump truck, right? Compassion, grace, love, return, return, return. But if it's like you went out and went shopping and spent a hundred dollars on your new, this new fall sweater that made you feel so good. And you come home and your husband's like, Oh, I didn't need another sweater. And something about that comment, just like, uh, irks you and you're just so annoyed and you feel so controlled and you feel so pissed off and angry. Like you've got this fire raging and you're like, oh, he just said something about a sweater, but like, I can't let it go. Okay. I would sit down. And in both of these situations, the dump truck on the car, you can ask yourself, is there something below the surface here? Is there something deeper that's making me angry? That's making me feel this way. Mm. No, it's actually just the dump truck. In the bigger situation, the bigger, the different situation, okay, my husband, I brought this sweater home and he said, you really didn't need that false sweater. And I'm super angry. Is there something below the surface here? Yeah, I don't like to see men inflicting pain on women or emotional pain infliction on women on me for buying this thing. That's how my dad used to talk to my mom. And I saw my mom feel less than unworthy, not able to do the things for herself that she desired, not willing to spend money freely. I don't want to feel controlled that way. Okay. Is it that my husband was trying to control me or was he just saying like, Oh, I don't know. You needed a new fall sweater. Is it my belief that I'm unworthy that men control the money? Is it something like deeper in here that I need to heal something that I witnessed or experienced that I need to heal that that comment triggered within me that is actually not about the false sweater that I bought or my husband's snide remark about about me spending the money on another sweater that was meant to be playful but it's this deep wound that I believe that men control women that makes me feel get my back up so we've got to get to the root of that belief. We've got to go back to that, that time, that traumatic experience to say, you know what? That was, that was one experience. I, what I witnessed was that men have the, sometimes men control women. Sometimes men call the shots. Sometimes men make women feel small. Sometimes women don't feel like they're in control. Sometimes in a partnership, the man takes control. Is that the experience I choose to be real for myself in this moment? No, right? We get to look at the root of the belief and to say, I don't choose to believe that anymore. I choose to believe something different. I choose to believe that men and women both get to be in their power in a relationship. I choose to believe that men and women both have spending power in a relationship. I choose to believe that even if I didn't need the sweater, I desired it. So I got to have it no matter what. So when I do the recoding around this old wound about control inside of a relationship, all of a sudden what I see is that I can handle those comments. Hey babe, did you really need another false sweater? You're like, didn't need it, but desired it. Isn't it beautiful? It no longer triggers me. It no longer makes my 
back hair spike. It no longer sends me into oblivion. It's just a comment. It's not fully loaded. Doesn't make me fire my trigger. It's just a comment and I can handle it because it's not sending these fire pistols into my old hard drive saying me, 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 something's not right here. This is going to piss you off. This is angry. This is, this is how it all starts because I've cut that cord. I've cut that energetic cord. I'm now rooted to a new belief that we're equal no matter what. I can spend money freely on whatever I desire, no matter what, because that is my belief. That's what I believe to be true for myself inside of my relationship. So the recoding process is like looking at the situation, feeling the trigger. What the hell is making me so upset in this moment? What is the thing? What's the feeling that I'm feeling? And then allowing yourself to say, is there something below the surface? Does this go deeper? And if something comes up for you, you've got to be willing to see the whole thing. You've got to be willing to bring it all into the light, all of it. So sometimes this takes, a, a, sometimes it's like a five minute journal process and you're like, oh man, okay, who knew that was there? Like, wow, didn't even remember that from my childhood. Didn't even remember that experience when my, when my dad told, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is. Didn't even remember that. It's like lifting the veil. Sometimes you'll need to revisit it if it's a, a bigger traumatic experience, if there's post-traumatic stress around it, right? These things can take bigger work, coaches, therapy sessions, meditations, healing, right? For you to actually get to the source of the pain, to allow yourself to feel it fully. And this is a, a, can be an uncomfortable process for a lot of people because our natural state as human beings is to protect ourselves from feeling pain, right? Well, I don't want to feel sad, so I won't allow myself to feel sad. I don't want to look at the things that are really going to make me feel the most sad. Those things that happened in my childhood and I've been carrying with me for 10, 15, 20 years. I don't want to look at that thing. I don't want to hold that anger towards, you know, my family or my, my elementary school friend or the bully. I don't want to look at that time when I didn't get the job, decided I wasn't worth it, decided I couldn't, decided I wasn't smart. I don't want to remember those times, right? So your human is going to try to protect you here and to say like, don't go there. Remember, we avoided, we ran from that. Girl, it's 20 years later. You don't need to go back to that place. But the truth is, if you want to recode lack, if you want to recode your systems to make space for abundance, to remove the expectations and limitations that you're putting on your current self, then you've got to be willing to go back to fully see, to fully feel where you were. The thing that created the belief in the first place. Because that's where the belief is. That's the thing. The belief is the root. You've got to dig up the root if you don't want it to grow back. You can't just pluck the top off. We all know what happens when you weed a garden just by plucking the tops off. It just grows back, it just doesn't work. And it multiplies, what the hell? What the hell? You, you're like, I just weeded this yesterday. I swear to God. And then all of a sudden there's more weeds than there were. Well, yeah, you plucked the top off and it just kept growing. 
It just kept growing and growing and growing. You've got to do the work to get the root out. You've got to remove the patio stone, get your shovel out and dig it up. This is the process of recoding. This was part of my recoding process around my lack, around my masculine energy of doing. Why does lack keep coming up for me? Why is my natural tendency to be in masculine energy where I just do, do, do? Why is that my natural state? Why does my lack still get triggered? When I allowed myself to see the underbelly, when I allowed myself to go into my hard drive, that story came up as one of them. Oh yeah, when you were 11 years old, you got paid piecework to work harder, faster, stronger. You got paid by the piece by the hour. The more you could do in a shorter amount of time, the more money you got paid. Right. Do I believe that that's how I have to work now to get paid? No. Is that how I desire to work now? Do I believe that time is an exchange for money? No. But I have to go back to that time in my life where that was my experience. I have to go back to that time in my life where I was in lack, where I was trading time for money and it was very real. And I have to be willing to feel that, to honor it, to see the lack within myself and to choose differently, to root back into the abundance, to be in my divine feminine energy to trust that I can make money by being simply. And this is a practice. Just like working faster, harder in a shorter manner of time to make more money is a practice. The more I sanded those guns, the faster, the more I practiced drill and tapping, the faster I got and the more money I make. And I practiced it every single day and the more money I made and I made and I made. And now think, how can I use that energy in the best way? How can I use my energy in the best way? How can I be of the most amount of service today? What is going to be the thing that impacts my clients, my business, my customers the most today? What am I in the energy to create today? What do I desire to be, to do today? Right now, my belief is that my energy is the attraction, not my muscle, not how fast I can spin myself around, my power. But first, I had to change the belief that was created when I was 11 years old. Okay, so the process for recoding, let the trigger be there. What's the trigger? What are you feeling? What's pissing you off? What's the thing making you hot? What, what's making you sweaty? What's the thing you're not saying? What's the thing she said? What's making you feel something? And then ask yourself, is there something deeper here? Is it really what she said? Is it really the toy on the ground? Is it really his comment? Is it really that I didn't get the job? Is it really that my launch failed? Failed? What does that even mean? Is it really this? Or is there something deeper? 
If you're a journaler, journal it out. Journal it out. If you're not a journaler, pick up your phone and voice note, just brain dump it out. Anything that comes up around that anger, anything that comes up around that feeling, anything that comes up around that trigger, just get it out and allow yourself to feel the feeling. You need to feel sad, feel sad. Get in a bath and feel sad. You need to feel angry, feel angry. Go for a run, sprint through the woods, punch a pillow, feel angry. The only way to heal an emotion and shift an emotion is to really truly feel it. You can't cover up a negative with a positive. It's like leaving the old pizza in the fridge and putting a whole bunch of fresh veggies and produce and green juice in in front of it and expecting that the pizza won't eventually stink. Of course it's going to rot. Yeah, you never took it out of the fridge. You never put it in the compost. You've got to take the pizza out of the fridge. You've got to feel it in its entirety in order to shift it and heal it. So get it out. Feel the feeling in its entirety. Let yourself be uncomfortable. And then choose a new belief. Okay. If I don't want to believe this, what do I desire to believe? If I don't want to believe in lack, then what do I want to believe? If I don't believe that time is an exchange for money and the harder I work and the the longer hours I work and the the more sporadically and harder and fiercer and faster I work, the more money I'm going to make, then what do I desire to believe about this? What's my new belief? And then practice that belief. Practice that belief every single day. Root that belief. Trust that belief and show up for that belief. Act in alignment with that belief. Recoding is a game changer. It's changing your experience at a cellular level. It's taking that hard drive, your subconscious brain, and your subconscious is 95% of your decision-making capabilities. 95% of your decision-making comes from here, not your conscious, not the conscious awareness that you know about, but from something that happened before, something that's making you this way. You wanna change your life? Recode your old beliefs. Recode, recode, recode. You guys, inside the Wednesdays and 11 Mastermind, we are gonna recode the shit out of this. Your old hard drive, where is it? Is gonna get an upgrade. Every single week, we are going to look at your hard drive. What's holding you back? What are you resisting? What are you not willing to feel? What aren't you seeing that we can see, that you can shift through? What are your limiting beliefs? What are your blocks? What's preventing you from rising? Wednesdays at 11, the new Femme Mastermind. We're recoding for high-level female leaders. Come be one of them. Get inside. It's going to be epic. It's going to be so next level. I love you guys. I am going to hop on a call to do some recoding and reprogramming with one of our one-to-one clients. I love you all so much. I wish you so much abundance and love today and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for joining us today. There really is nothing better than bringing a group of grown-ass women together. So go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and come get real with us every week as we spit our truths and get ready to rise. And if you know other women down to get real, please do us a favor and share this episode on the socials. Take a screenshot and tag us on Instagram at ForTheWildFemme so we can give you a shout out. 
Instagram is definitely our favorite place to hang, so come join the combo there. And we'll see you back here each and every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here. Get ready to rise. Love you, ladies. If you resonated with the messages in this podcast, we would love if you left us a review on iTunes or if you shared this with your community, you can tag the Femme Podcast on Instagram. If you're wanting to take this work just a little bit deeper, hop inside the weekly. Every week we meet, we've got guest coaches covering a wide array of topics on personal growth, development, to really help you sink into living your best life, to curating the lifestyle that really sets your soul on fire and choose what you pay. So you can pay whatever you like, $11, 33 or $77 for the entire month. You also get access to all of the recordings. Go take advantage every single month. We also donate part of the proceeds to a change-making organization. So while you are giving back to yourself and really connecting yourself with an incredible community, you're also giving back to the world. So we love you so much. We can't wait to see you inside that community to make change, to spark Uh, more collective love together. And as always, we're so appreciative for you and we love you so much. So thanks for listening and we'll see you right back in this same place next week.